You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106 of the Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 the Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be with that Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. Coming up a little later in the program, Fred Smoot will join us. We'll get his take on the Super Bowl, which, of course, is won by the Chiefs. They've done it three out of the last five years. Mahomes does it again. But we wanted to get to some of the off-the-field, non-game things from the halftime show to – can we start with Travis Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Can we can we play Travis Kelsey on the stage? So oh, I did not stay up for this. This is I, I mean I the went last straight thing I to bed. Like, so the and, last and thing I did it hear. irk you? It didn't bother me that much, but it's it's becoming like old hat. Now he's got, but but he, he has his signature, right? What's his? So signature? he was gonna fight for your right to party. I didn't know that was his signature. Yeah, so he does the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight. We can play it, <laughs> but and he wasn't even gonna do it. Like he switched it up this time. He yeah. did a whole Viva Las Vegas thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Jim Nance who was on stage with him. And then Jim Nance like set him up, yeah. like, "Hey, you gotta do yeah, your signature line." I mean, if Here's Travis. Up, Kelsey. You, gotta, you, you gotta give me a second. I was yep. ready for Usher. Okay, now. sorry. Um, but he's become polarizing. Like, I don't hate him. He's won the Super Bowl, right? Guys are going to have fun and party. I saw, celebrate. I saw a guy, he's Brooks Light, annoying. had a good comment about celebrations. He was like, the NFL has got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. He's like, they should take a note from the NHL. He's like, they isolate the players instead of like having this huge team celebration. Yeah. Um, then only a select few players get on the stage. That is kind of dumb. I don't understand that. They don't I mean, get to the locker room after. It's like at least in like in a World Series, you got the champagne and everybody's yeah. going nuts. Mm-hmm. Like here, it's all very isolated and separate. And then they have the production. Y'all hear this? We've been fighting for all right all day. How about a little Viva Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas. God. Oh my God! <laughs> he's off. Oh, it sounds like he's hammered. Hold up, it keeps going. Hey, Elvis never had it better than that right there. Let me tell you, to oh. so win this one when we met a couple of days Look ago, meathead. You know, you said, and I'm not looking ahead, but we got a lot more we want to do here, baby. You oh, said yeah. we want, we want a three peat. How about that? Well, you know, the goal's always been to get three. But we couldn't get here without getting the two and having that target on our back all year. And I love these guys right here. The men that we just won this thing with, family forever, baby. I couldn't be more proud of you guys. And how about it? We get a chance to do it three times in a row. How do you get excited for that, baby? You go party in Las Vegas and get back to it. Hey, you still got to fight for your right, don't you? You got to fight for your right. Yes, does love 
just trying to tee guys up. Yeah, he does. I mean, so, Evie, no your initial reaction is, and it's a lot of people, 800-636-1067. You're starting to hate him for this. No, no, I've already decided he's I don't like annoying. him. He's just annoying. There's a lot of reasons yeah. I don't like him. I've already I mean, decided just... I don't like him. Uh, I, I, For some reason, I don't mind Mahomes. Mahomes is fine. Mahomes is gracious. Uh, Mahomes is not an idiot. And he's got to deal with his wacky family. Like he's yeah. got a lot of distractions. I don't. I don't, I, I don't hate it. I can see why it Kelsey's would irritate annoying. some people because he's basically becoming like this WWE persona. Yeah. But at the same time, he's won a championship. He's having fun. He's, he's even playing the to the crowd. Yeah, Doesn't really take, because a great player because Andy Reid did. Andy Reid did it to the, the exact same thing. Andy Reid did like a one, two, three, and then the crowd would Chiefs. Yeah, but nothing bothers you. That's going to nah. bother me no, and you know what? That doesn't really when bother When Djokovic you. would get down to the ground on his ninth Australian <laughs> Open like he had never won one before, bothered me a little bit. Well, he's, he's celebrating. He's, he's celebrating. I know, but vicious, there's a vicious war to be the most of the most Grand Slams. Like, it's huge. I did think Taylor looked really good, though. Tay Tay looked good. she looked good in the box. She, looked, she looked better than she did in all the playoff games. I thought Blake Lively looked look, better. She spruced herself. Look, I love Lively. I'm a Lively is guy. A seven. <laughs> No, she she looked pretty good. Whatever. Yeah. Blake Lively looked better. Long legs, little head. Blake Lively is prettier, but I'm telling you, I think the, Taylor looked way, good. Who was the other like skinny blonde girl in the in the box? Like I couldn't figure out who that was. I I figured out who Ice Spice is, even though I don't. Yeah, know. what's Ice Spice? It's actually it's t- it's it's tilting who me so much. Ice Spice. So yeah, it's a very popular rap song. No, no, no. Ice Spice is a talentless loser. <laughs> okay. okay, but, but she, she has, has a, a very popular she an upside song. down cross. Was yes. that what she was wearing? That's great. No, but I didn't understand. So <laughs> didn't I think Taylor, I think Taylor Swift is a talented musician. Okay, and I don't understand, and I don't understand how she is like collaborating and friends with a talented nobody that all she does is shake her fat ass. Talentless, yeah, talentless nobody that shakes her fat ass. I don't know anything about ice spice. spice. I don't know about her. Well, she's got a big butt. Everyone gets size for her big old butt. But but that's all she does. So what's her deal with she, the upside she down she does, cross? She, she's a. Remember I, I told you that people are devil worship. Is that what she's into? I, I have no idea. Remember Could I be a fashion statement. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that I can't believe Taylor Swift is associating with someone who has zero skill. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe she likes her. That's her, her, I don't that's know. her thing. Is she sings, then bends over, uh, shows her cheeks, and uh, shakes them back and forth. I don't mind that I, part. I don't get it. Let <laughs> me see. I may look her up. I, 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 I'm pretty really sure the first I'll never ever. listen to an Ice Spice song unless you play it on the show. Do they, do they have a song together or something? I don't. I they, think she's she she collabs honestly. like on a remix okay, with a Taylor so song. Is, yeah, I think the, the, the Ice she's Spice. doing like Karma with her. Ah, okay, got it. I'm, I'm, she's also, riding, here's what she's, she's also doing. But ugly. She's riding Taylor Swift's coattails. Yeah. Is yeah. what that everybody in there is. I don't know who that other blonde is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Maybe it's just a friend of hers. Which one are you talking about? I mean, you saw Blake. She was the girl who was standing in front of the girl standing in front of Taylor, right? Right. Yeah, because that was straight, long, like semi-long blonde hair. Yeah, don't know who she is. She got a prime spot though in that box. Right. You know. Taylor Swift just all of a sudden likes football now, and you know she <laughs> gets a Super Bowl ring or something. Like, oh, yeah, my God, she's hey, hey, you got a cap Stanley Cup ring. So what? 
Yeah. So why are you lashing out at her? I, I just you mean all of a sudden she's dating one of the best players <laughs> in football. It's just like I mean I've been uh, living and dying with my team for thirty years of torture. This girl swoops in, falls out of the you have the sky dome, and, and she's all got sudden, better luck. Better luck than us. Yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, her name's Ashley Avagani, and yeah. she's Taylor's longtime friend. Ah, okay. There you go. Here, this is this is Munch. This is Ice Spice hit. A hit. Let me guess what that's about. Could that be more overproduced? <laughs> I mean, I don't rap know. sucks. I actually don't hate that. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, I do hate that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I don't hate that, but whatever. By the way, it's what so- is Tay Tay C and Kelsey? I, I don't know. After that scream, just and all because that, he's Kelsey or party all the time. There's something or, about his personality she really likes. He him. may be different in he's person. Look, he spit game on his show, and eventually got a date with her, and it continued. The chances of this relationship succeeding are zero. Does she have Long to fly term. back to? Zero. Yes, she has to she fly, fly back, back to, to Japan? Australia. I believe oh, is the Australia. next stop on the Eras tour. Right. Does she have a few days off where she could party with I, Travis. I don't know. No idea. Don't care. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you when her first date is in Australia. I know what else they... you don't care about, but we should talk about it. Usher, to me, is a fine entertainer. It's just not my cup of tea. I said it beforehand. I like the fast songs. So he ended with Yeah, uh-huh. which was uh, Lil John and Ludacris. To right. me, that was the best part of the show. I'll give him credit. He did a roller skating bit. Okay. Uh, he almost fell, it looked like, at one point. But... Um, He's talented. It's just not for me. Like I, I like if mean, I had to grade you know, his Super Bowl halftime performance, it'd be a C for me. Yeah, I'd he give can it, dance. I'd give it a D. I like, like. I mean, it's, it got super, better. I like one along, or two I'll of his say. songs. But, my but opinion, Eric, got the Super Bowl halftime show was thirty-four minutes. It was outrageous. Thirty-four. How much of that was Isn't that? Out- what it always is. No, I think that was a little bit longer than last year, wasn't it? Well, they added three minutes. They said to the to Usher's. They should have actually subtracted three minutes from Usher. All right, but maybe it was, the even first if it was, three minutes. Even if it was the same as last year, that's just too long. I did say at the. I guess none of you guys went to Super Bowl party at the Super Bowl party. No, thank God. And and Valdez no. and Drab, I think, touched on this last week. Which Super women kind of got sized for Usher. Well, Maybe they uh, did. Were you surprised by that? I mean, yeah. he's man for 20 years. He picks his shirt off every yeah. five seconds. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that I, he's look, a sex symbol, and I think he's actually actually pretty talented. I, I'll give his credit. body isn't as he, silly as it used to be. No, but he's like, pretty good for probably like 45 years old. <laughs> and I'll say this. He probably he, did, he probably did 10,000 sit-ups. He sang most of it. There was backing vocals you could hear. You know what? They needed to up his volume. His mic was having an issue. But he sang a lot of that, so I give him credit. Yeah. But the best parts were when Alicia Keys showed up, when Lil right. John showed up, all the cameos. It was Fat Jermaine Dupree, right? I, I never know. verified some it. Of the, yeah. I think it was some Jermaine of those Dupree. guys yeah. I didn't recognize. He was wearing a weird outfit too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like some, somebody. Somebody at the party was like, "Is that CeeLo?" And I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's Jermaine Dupree." But I never. Well, Alicia Keys, her first note was like way oh, off. She, was, yeah, she had awful. to get it together. Yeah. Some people oh. want it all. Ridiculous. Yeah, I like Alicia. I mean, yeah, but he's right. But the, the opening. Some people want it all. I need that on the oh, replay machine with the quickness. Yeah. I think she's, it's not I think she's incredible. Now she's an, she's very talented. She is that, incredible. I, that doesn't mean that 
individual performance that was note, incredible. Maybe she hey, missed one note, but you, I think she's incredible. Did you notice? Did you notice during the halftime show when they're like canoodling on the stage, Alicia Keys and Usher? I did see that. That, yeah. that like Usher was almost like leaning in for like a kiss on the cheek, and right. Alicia Keys pulled back. But she gave him the Heisman. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I mean, he was like groping her, and I'm like, dude, she's married. You're supposed to about to get engaged. Like, right. It was, I don't know. <laughs> is she married? I don't know who this person is. Swiss Beats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that mean anything. Justin Timberlake was producer from the early 2000s. Uh, Janet Jackson. I mean, right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I know, mean it's anything. a Hollywood thing. Yeah. I know, but it, I don't know. It, it was a, whatever. It was What's fine. your grade? Usher. I gave it a D. A D. D. That's I would harsh. give it a C plus. A Bruno Mars way better in my opinion. Yeah. I'm a Bruno guy. I saw Bruno Mars at MGM National Harbor, and I I, I liked him. I, Ask I me know. what my grade was. <laughs> I knew you didn't watch Incomplete. I watched... Eight seconds of it. I'm sure you fast-forwarded right through it. Fast-forwarded right through it. <laughs> you know what? No, I actually went you didn't to, miss much. No, I actually was watching it yeah. live for about the first eight seconds. Did your I wife said, watch it? Of course. She did stayed she up like for the it? entire game. I don't know. Did she, did, you, did she want to hit skins after she saw Usher take his shirt off? Because you know, that's what Valdez was postulating. <laughs> I, dude, huh? no interest. Dude, chicks were going crazy for Usher. <laughs> A, mi- a, mi- a-, a minus. He was right in, right in the nostalgia. A minus? Yeah, right in the nostalgia wheelhouse. Man, you're a... Uh, uh, it's Dude, that, during that Super Bowl halftime show wasn't for old farts. It was for <laughs> you everyone. Know what? You're right. It was that, everyone. In, that for... Super Bowl halftime show was not no, for me. No, his biggest uh-huh. hits were in my prime. Yeah, like, it I should be. It was a nostalgia play. Yeah. Oh, old farts. You're saying we're old farts. I was at a party. It was probably mostly <laughs> 35 to 45-year-olds. Oh Tiffany, what's up? Yeah, what's up? And the guys didn't like it. <laughs> Tiffany. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are I you? love you guys. I, you know, I watch you every day. Like, oh, on you're TV. sweet. Thank, Thank you. you. What did you like no, about I, halftime? I'm straight up honest. I love you guys. You just make my morning like. Thanks. I cakes. You. you always make me laugh. You're my favorite. Only cakes. Um, right. Maybe I don't love you. Yeah, he always Shine. makes me laugh. He does. He's not I'm that funny. Just, I'm naturally funny. She's still hammered. I know. I heard a funny little person. slur too. Yeah. Are you How drink? many drinks do you have last night? I didn't drink. I just had Dr. Pepper. She just had what? That's kind Harper? of boring. What'd she Dr. Say? Pepper. Oh, I oh. thought she said she uh, had Because I was, I was so focused on uh, my team Chiefs. And then, um, but then the halftime show with Usher, that, listen, I seen Usher when he started, like, from my, he's from my generation. So I saw him when mm-hmm. he just started out and Kanye West was his opening act. Mm-hmm. And the, no one knew who Kanye West was, right? Mm-hmm. That's so I saw him in his prime when he takes his shirt off. Right. It's like, and he had fireworks and it's So what do you it, think I mean, compared like, to last night? So what do you think? Oh, it was when I, oh, when he took his shirt off, I was like, no, please don't. Because he's notoriously famous for his abs. Right. I mean, the abs weren't popping like they were 20 years ago, but he had a good body. Well, he wasn't good. You called him fat on Friday. He wasn't fat. No, he looked great. Yeah. He looked great for his age. Are you kidding? That's not it. It's He's notorious for his, like, sex icon, like, his abs. So when you right. rip it off, you, you expect to see abs. And Come on. He's an old guy. Plus, you know he's got he herpes, right? Should, it was crazy. Does that bother you that crazy. you know he's got herpes? Oh, you know what bothered me when he was singing that cheater song? Because he's also notorious for cheating on women. Oh, well, okay. duh. Yeah. And then Alicia Keys needs to get tested for herpes. Yeah. That's Why? Probably. 
Why? Because he was all over her. Oh, yeah. Cause he, she might have contracted it. He, you know, <laughs> That's why she pulled away. She's right. like, she I didn't want, want that herpes. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> I don't know what happened. later. Sounds like a party weird. girl. Yeah. It sounded like she was up about one morning. It sounded like she just got home from the party. It did yeah. sound like she was boozing. <laughs> yeah. She said she was just uh, had Dr. Pepper. All right. It's a she Dr. Pepper with, just gotta go with that. Dr. Pepper with Jack Daniels. With Jack in there, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I get it. Been there. I've been there. By the way, zero alcohol yesterday. <clears throat> Round of applause. I didn't I mean, have yeah, a slight golf clap. I know, but you're not a drinker. I had one IPA with dinner. You're not a drinker. About Drabby, you're not really a drinker, but I bet you had a drink. Zero drops of alcohol. You did? Wow, Two diet Pepsis. Oh, you, you, got, you know why? You got corky in, in, your, in your ear. He had to go off. You got your, you got your uh, trainer uh, in your he, ear. He'd be furious if he saw my plate. He would. <laughs> I guess he knows now. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'm sure Jason did. I'm sure Cakes had his obligatory had, minimum two beers. I had, I had an IPA dinner. Hey, you should have. Very well, proud might, of you. I might puke. You should have seen the dish, oh. you, the dish that my buddy brought over. for. He brought it. He kept calling it seafood chowder, seafood stew, seafood, seafood chowder, seafood soup. It had, it had scallops, crab meat, shrimp, but it looked like it was puke green, and it had a, it had a film on top of it. Has, he never been, has this person never been to a Super Bowl party before? I mean, that place is littered with with pizza, subs, <laughs> crab dip, you know, beers. Uh, a uh, spinach artichoke dip. Yeah, don't get too fancy. I know. Uh, chips and uh, chips and, and queso. Chicken basics. wings. Chicken wings. Yeah. And he brings over this cute soup. You know what? It was attention. He was attention seeking. It's probably. Oh, yeah. Dude, I wait. It's, yeah. it's, He's getting sick to his stomach. Just about it. And and the thing is, it's it, everyone was trying to be nice and take take uh, bites of it, and oh. it was just permeating through the house. Should have been shown. Yes, I mean, it just. Said, why did you bring this trash into my house? I mean, it looked it looked like a or it smelled like a deadliest catch uh, uh, ship inside the house. Just ruined everyone's good time. You're, everyone, your party I, was on the Bering Sea. So everyone everyone was upstairs uh, having like uh, around like the bar area, snacking, watching the game, and then when he brought that in about half hour later everyone migrated to downstairs <laughs> he cleared out the room with his dish good job well done drabby went all the way over to mccarthy's yeah who else went over there with you You guys had a big party Blue shorts was there mm-hmm. beyonce ck was there mm-hmm. myself my wife was supposed to go she wasn't feeling well but mm-hmm. bdk i mean he was so, i mean was he on fire was he going 100 radio miles insider he just well, he's a great up. host first of all but he just he was so fired up from Five thirty until eleven thirty. Like it didn't it didn't wane at all. He's just on the whole time. He was time. just locked in, ready to go. And <laughs> every play was the biggest play ever. And, <laughs> oh my god! And you He's like Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you stayed for the entire game to the last play. Wow! Yeah. So you got home at. It's called being a sports fan, Jason Bishop. <laughs> was he? Hey, ups- was he I got up at three a.m. to watch it. That's a sports fan. Was he upset that we hung up on him on Friday? Did he, did he say anything to no, you? No, it wasn't brought up. Huh? Okay. Oh yeah. I think he's used to it. Yeah, my yeah, man, don't get past it. He said something to me. She's like, you guys are so mean to him. <laughs> and, I, and we kind of do take for granted how mean we are to him. That's true. But I also tell Kevin, I'm like, dude, stop, don't bring up the football. Don't bring up the football. And <laughs> the football gets too on much. And he, and he goes, Zach Wilson, you guys sleep. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and he always, on TV, he sticks to his times. Yeah, Here he he'll can't. go five or six minutes past his time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, can't get himself. out. I know. Sorry, I asked. All right, coming up next, we will shift the discussion. Now that the NFL season's over, 
All eyes locked on the NFL draft. (laughs) And let's get into Caleb Williams and how he's dressed. Does that affect you? We'll get into that next here on the Junkies. (laughs) Welcome. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back, Chucky's coming to you live on 106, 7 The Fan and the Team 980. Wanted to talk a little Caleb Williams. So, season's behind us now. We are in the off season, which is the commander specialty. But now you got a new GM in charge, and Adam Peters, new head coach, and Dan Quinn putting together a Cliff staff. Kingsbury as the offense <clears throat> coordinator. There's a lot of optimism, and they have the number two pick. And the question is, what is going to happen here at the top of the draft? The conventional wisdom is Caleb Williams is going to go number one. Now there are talking heads on TV that say, hey, hold on a second, pump the brakes. I know Orlovsky is one. Merrill Hodge. Tim Hasselbeck is another one. They're like, hey, Drake May is as good as Caleb Williams. And there's others who say, I saw Lewis Riddick last week, and he says, no, no, no. Caleb's number one, and there's a gap. And he says, Jaden Daniels is number two, and then there's a gap, and then it's Drake May. So we're going to see how it plays out. There's talk about the commanders apparently – exploring a potential trade-up to the number one pick. I think that's just due diligence. Um, Well, with the number one pick, they could draft uh, Caleb Williams. So I just put this up on our Instagram page. If you haven't seen the picture, follow us on Instagram, Sports Junkies Radio. You can also see it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the junks, and on Twitter, at Junks Radio. There's a picture of Caleb Williams essentially in a dress. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that bother you? Would that influence your decision on when to draft him? Now, my interpretation of the dress, it's mostly been debunked by people here. But when I saw it, I was like, is he trying to do a USC Trojan type of thing? Now, it looks like it was for a GQ magazine shoot. All right. He played for the USC Trojans. Mm -hmm. If you look up, if you just go to ancient Trojan garb. Look, I don't know. You will see guys in like skirts. Like that was kind of like what they wore. If Trojans wore those back in the day, they never would have conquered anybody. They would have lost every single battle. Right. If they wore what Caleb Williams. And I'm not saying that they look exactly like that because they don't. You you guys 
basically said, you're wrong. But that was just my interpretation, and I was just looking at how Trojans dress, and they, they did kind of wear dress. Like, here's one that says it's an Achilles Trojan costume. Yeah. And he now has a cape, so it's a little bit different. And so if well, you look at the picture. The here. Like, what is it? Come on. Does it, bother it doesn't you? matter. I, I'm just confused as to what what it is. Like it's like a a shirt with a zipper, and then it's like a, a skirt. Like, and then he's wearing like Nikes at the bottom. It's just it's just a big. It's mess. just weird. Yeah, it's just strange. It's, it's kind of bizarre. I'll put it this way: I'm passing. He's on my foobar list. I'm passing. There's plenty of other good quarterbacks in this draft. But he was on your foobar list because of the fingernails, all the off the field stuff. All the as far as I know, he's never had an off the field incident. No, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. He's never had a DUI or an arrest. He's got different interests. I'm I'm not interested in that. See, it would bother me if I found out. This is what I I don't know. It would bother me if I found out he had kind of the rap that Colin Murray had, where he doesn't really have boys on the team. That he's Mm -hmm. kind of like separate from the team. That he's aloof. If he's still one of the guys. I don't have a problem with it. Now, I don't watch enough college football to be able to distinguish the three guys. Okay? Watch highlight reels. They all look good. I kind of buy into what most people say, which is Caleb should be number one. Yep. Cliff Kingsbury says the similarities between Caleb Aaron Williams Mahomes. and Patrick Mahomes are eerie. Mm-hmm. So that's your coach. Uh, Caleb Williams, when Cliff Kingsbury gets the job, says that's my dog. It seems like that would be a great marriage, but but I if, think Cliff Kingsbury could also Chicago coach Jane knows Daniels. That or... Cliff Kingsbury and Dan Quinn and Adam Peters really love Caleb Williams. It's going to take a ton to get up to number one to get him. Probably eight hundred six three six one zero six seven is the Chicago number. Chicago takes him, please. And take I've him. seen reports that I don't want that rumors, decision. and of course the rumors that the Bears would want as much from the Commanders as they got from the Panthers in the Bryce Young deal. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm Adam Peters. That's when I immediately hang up the phone and say, I don't think they're doing You're that. high. There's no way I'm paying that much to move up one spot. Whereas you guys got that for somebody moving up eight spots last year. You're you're asking prices way too high. We're just gonna have to, you know. Good. Agree, then that makes agree, the decision easy for right. Adam Peters. Right. All right, two separate right? issues. Does wearing the dress <clears throat> bother you? And then do you trade up? Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. Does it bother me personally? No. Do I feel like it's a little bit weird? Maybe. Did you put him on your FUBAR? No. He's you not put, on my FUBAR. I'm, I thought I, you put Drake May on your FUBAR. He's not on there yet because yeah. I haven't gotten the pen. I need to go to the CBS. But he will put it on. I will put him on. Yeah. Because of the Mal because Jones of, comparison. Because of one person's opinion. <laughs> Maybe I'll put Caleb Williams on just because of the price to go up and get him. Like, if, if he goes through all the tests and he comes out testing like Patrick Mahomes, like once in every 30 years type of talent... I'm not going to pass on him because he paints his nails and wears a weird outfit for GQ. Yeah. But is like, it worth it? If, I will. Let me, let me just say Leave this. That to me. this is fast. This, this is kind of a crazy hypothetical because you never know how prospects are mm-hmm. going to pan out. But let's say Caleb Williams is the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And the number two pick, they're going to lock you in. They're not going to say he's a bust. Mm-hmm. They're going to say he's Joe Burrow. Do you draft Joe Burrow or do you trade up and take Patrick Mahomes? Because Mahomes up, got the hardware. I trade I think, up and, and yeah. in a heartbeat and go for Pat, I'll take, Patrick. I Mahomes settle with Joe Burrow. I'll settle with Joe Burrow. I'm not settling for a guy that 
goes to Super Bowls and loses. I go to guy. I go for the guy who goes to Super Bowls and wins. That's yeah. who I call. I, I, yeah. I, you know, you don't That's have to. But you, the best to win. Well, the chances of him being sure I, the, the next Patrick, the chances of him being the next Patrick Mahomes are almost zero. That's probably I true. Also agree Let's with that. be honest. I yeah. also agree with that. I mean, is he going to win three Super Bowls in five years? I would say he's more no, likely to be a bust no. than he is Patrick Mahomes. How about that? So I would not give up what it would take but to get up to the number one. Can he be a relatively weak at this point NFC quarterbacks, slightly poor man's version of Patrick Mahomes? If you tell me that, and you're going to get to Super Bowls and battle Patrick Mahomes, I'd be willing to roll the dice. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. The odds are, Eb, that two of these first three guys will probably bust. I you just see. need to go back a couple of years. Trevor Lawrence goes one, and He's we're been, a little eh. disappointed in him. And two three was. Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. Right. Right. Yeah, just a disastrous quarterback. Now, there are other draft classes which are more successful, but what are the worst is Pickett, Matt Corral. Well, Pickett was the only first rounder. Right, but I'm just saying that whole group. That was a terrible class, yes. Although, did Purdy come out of that group? Yeah, Purdy came out. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think the Burrow draft was was pretty good. But if you know you have a ton of holes in your roster, the last thing I want to do is trade more picks just to move up to get Caleb Williams. When I think that Drake may could be as good as Caleb Williams. I'm, I'm watching Jaden Daniels, and he's giving me blood flow. <laughs> right. He runs like a cat. Well, and he also he has got a cannon. I think yeah. the commanders are going to feign interest in Caleb Williams to kind of stir up the market, to have somebody else either go up to one or let the Bears pick Williams at one. Because I don't think they want to part with that much draft capital to move up one spot. Correct me if I'm wrong, the Burrow draft was also Herbert and Tua, right? Correct. Yes. So, I mean, that one had three hits That's early. A great draft, yeah. But like I said, Trevor Lawrence, followed by Zach Wilson, complete bust. Trey Lance, complete bust. I believe Justin Fields was 10 or 11 in that draft. And he's been and then, okay. Right, question marks. And then Mac Jones was 15. So like five of the top 15 were quarterbacks in that draft. Dude, I'm watching and, what a freak Daniels is. We might have to just take him. Why, why are you even, what's the discussion? Why would you even bother? Like, he could be good. Do you care? But you, would, you wouldn't I mean, have said that when you were watching him at Arizona State. Well, I know, but I'm watching him now when he's So you don't want to do your bit that you were saying last week, which was draft Marvin right. Harrison Jr. I'm just watching Jaden Daniels, and he did dudes a He's freak. enticing. He's All right, let's freak. go to the phones. 800-636-1067. You want to chime in? Your thoughts on Caleb Williams and whether the commanders uh, should try and trade up. One pick. Let's go to Nate. Boy, Nate, what's up, man? Yes. Good morning, Junk. Look, first time caller. Look, guys. Everybody should be completely like Caleb Williams. It should be like a nuclear waste. Don't go anywhere near this Why? kid. Um, and I, huh? Why? Because he went to USC. They had all that talent. He had all those resources. Couldn't get it done. Couldn't couldn't win in the big games. And then he has the softness issue. And like I know we got to be politically correct, and this isn't 1960s anymore, and all this other stuff. But look, this dude climbed into the stands like a little baby and crawled into his mommy's arms and cried in front of millions of people. That is not a mentally tough I have no problem with showing emotion. I have no problem with a guy being hurt about losing a big game and all of the kind of stuff that he might be dealing with in his mind. But you cannot be mentally weak like that. He has a lot of off-the-field issues. He's more concerned about his brand and making money and being cool and being a no, all that kind of stuff to me. I'm out on Caleb. And I think the whole notion of mortgaging the future to try to get some guy is, is ridiculous. You have the number two thing, number two pick, you should trade back. 
Everyone's trying to find the Mahomes. Well, guess what? You can't just you, – you, Mahomes has to fall into your lap. Andy Reid wasn't trying to find the next guy. He, was, he just identified someone who he thought he could kind of mold into a good quarterback, and then the rest was history. Well, the rest was fate. And, and, and Mahomes wasn't coming out with – no one knew, really knew who Mahomes was. He wasn't big and braggadocious. And, 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 well, you couldn't really have NIL deals back then. But it, 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 you, trying to find that is, fools, is a folly, is a fool's uh, errand or whatever they call it. You got <laughs> it. You got goal. it. Awesome. Thank you. you better get out now. You got it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll come back, take more of your calls. Your thoughts on Caleb Williams, the new picture out with the dress. Discussion about the Commanders exploring a trade-up for the number one pick, which you might be presumably right. would be to take Caleb Williams. Is it worth it? It might be a, it might be a Trojan thing. 800-636-1067. More of your calls next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan. With the Super Bowl now behind us, we turn to the NFL draft, which will be huge for the Commanders right now. They have the number two pick. The assumption is they will go and draft a quarterback. The question is which one and who's going to be available. I'm officially stumping for Jaden Daniels. I'm joining the Jaden Daniels. That's your guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping the Bears take Caleb. I don't care what happens with him. Don't want him in my life. (laughs) I want Jaden Daniels. The Bears right now. Look, the Bears have an interesting discussion because some people, including players on the team like DJ Moore, think they should run it back with with Fields. Yeah, and so It'll be if they make a decision to run it back with Fields, the problem is he's going to need a new contract eventually and be worth a lot of money. Right? Um, is is look the guy hasn't won many games. Like I think it's a roll of a dice to to run it back with Justin Fields. But there are some people that make that argument, and if that's the case, they would tr- probably trade out of the number one pick mm-hmm. and try and acquire a bunch of draft capital. To help him with offensive linemen, receivers, and then obviously bolster the defense, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the question we're asking you is, should the commanders entertain <clears throat> trading up? Reports from like Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, say they are exploring that option, which I just think is due diligence. I think yeah. it's, just, it's almost a non-story. There's probably a bunch you're of teams always going about to right, explore. about the price, see how much it would cost. Right. Then you debate and you sit and in a room too much, with, you go, with okay, the decision it's makers. Not, it's not worth it. And right. do you see Caleb Williams' picture, which I think is for GQ magazine, in, you can say it's a dress. Whatever the heck he's wearing, is that a red flag for you? It's not for me. Somebody brought up a good point. He said, well, what about Dennis Rodman back in the day? Well, he'd be a red flag. I mean, great player. Doesn't mean they're not great yeah, players. Just, you can win they're championships just, with that player. Sure they won, the Bulls headaches. won three championships with He's also on 100 teams. I don't think that they're just headaches. him wearing a dress is going to um, dissuade the commanders from not drafting him if they have actually had the pick. Shouldn't. But he's a little different. Yeah. But if they still feel like he's the best quarterback and he can take them the furthest... Then we'll the see thing if they that I entertain and, drafting up, and I don't think anybody knows this in this mm-hmm. room. The thing that I would want to know is: is he one of those guys that just has had an immense talent mm-hmm. his whole life mm-hmm. and doesn't necessarily work that hard, or is he immensely talented and is like first guy in, last guy out? I think he works pretty hard. I, yeah, I haven't heard that he. I think he works hard. pretty hard. Well, then I have no problem. Right, his work it. ethic is good, and he's committed to his craft. Then I think he works pretty hard. Probably look past the painted fingernails and the, some of the 
you know, what, what he does off the field. Or do you feel like, this is the way I feel, that the team has too many holes, they can't afford to trade away some of those extra draft picks. Of course. They've got to take advantage of those of draft picks. And they're all risks anyway. I'm always yeah. torn on that because, like, if you hit on the quarterback and he's he's maybe not Patrick Mahomes, but say the next level down, then, then it was worth it. Then, okay. he's, then, then it's worth giving up those draft picks in the draft cap. Yeah, but but you're number two guy. might be Pat Mahomes, uh, uh, Jaden Daniels. Your sure. number two guy, whoever you take, could, could also, also be Zach Wilson. It could be, but his upside is every bit, I think, as good. Now, he might have a much lower floor. Mm-hmm. He may bust. He may be a higher bust proof. Jaden Daniels, I think his ceiling is just as every bit as high as Caleb's. Watch some Drake May highlights, too. I think Drake, Drake May will entice he's, you, too. He's got Josh Allen-ish. All right, let's going. go to the phones. 800-636-1067. We're going to be talking about it for a while. Obviously, the next big kind of mile marker for the team will be free agency, which is way. which starts in a in month. A month. Yeah. And and that'll affect some decisions. Like, if they go out and get um, T. Higgins in free agency, mm-hmm. then you know they're not going to have to draft a wide receiver. Um, same thing for a lot of these positions because – the people that are anti-drafting quarterback, they're like, "Well, quarterback can't be anything without building up the offensive line." Well, I you don't have that to argument. That's I know one of the worst, but you don't have to ever. build up the offensive line in the draft. Right? It can be in free agency. It can be, but so we, we'll see what happens in a month. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Steve. Steve, what's up, man? You're all with the Chucks. Hey guys, how you doing today? Hey, Steve, good. What's up, man? Um, I just got to say that I think <laughs> it's going to take at least three first rounders and maybe a second. And I want to, I don't want to say, but throw a player in, but it could go that way. And if not us, somebody's going to reach for that. I, somebody like Atlanta, somebody is, is going, is going to reach for Caleb. And I mean, why not us? I mean, we need, we need something to bring up, you know, that splash back to DC, like the RG three, I think Jaden Daniels would do that for you. So you don't you want to trade three number ones to get Caleb? I mean, I think I would pull that trigger if I was the GM. I think I would pull that trigger because, for the simple fact, it's a one in a generation. You know, what I'm saying once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, I think the whole you know regime getting rid of uh, Dan Snyder. I think that would actually bring the fan base back especially ticket-wise, and going into a new stadium in a few, a couple more years. Hey, they sold out I all think, their games this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's because, we, you know, we got, we're got we looking for you know, the number two pick. So we're going to get a decent quarterback. But, I mean, if we go with Caleb, his, his accuracy is just a little bit better than what Drake May or, let's say, um, Jaden Daniels. I mean, uh, uh, Jaden Daniels. I like Jaden, don't get me wrong, but sometimes when he's off, he's off. And and for Drake May, um, we to me he hasn't gone against some of that top, you know, teams like an L you know like an LSU, uh, LSU, Jane Daniels or USC and, and Caleb. So I mean, as a standpoint, I want to go with somebody that's been battle tested. All right, all right. Thank hey, you I, I think it's fair. Jane I mean, Daniels completed seventy two percent of his passes this year. By the way, I, I mean. I think Jaden Daniels' ceiling is every bit as high as Caleb's, if not maybe even a smidge higher, just from looking at the highlight potential. Well, because he's a now, runner. He can yeah, run. Yeah, the running is unbelievable. Yeah. He's got a great arm, it looks like to me. I mean, Drabby says he throws a great beat ball, but that's about it. I don't know. Maybe he's right. Um, he, just, he just doesn't He doesn't have, like, zip 
extreme high zip on his ball on his intermediate and mm-hmm. out throws. I mean, he does throw a great deep ball. Give him that for sure. Mm-hmm. He's exciting. I mean, I mean, he had a great year. He won the Heisman. I mean, he's an explosive football player. I think he would bring RG three vibes to this town. But Caleb more ben, so than than um, Drake May for example. Caleb Williams. I, I think Drake May's going to be really in good. In three seasons, in three not. seasons as a starter, one in Oklahoma, two at USC. 93 touchdown passes with only 14 interceptions. And he also ran for 27. Yeah, he can run. Who I mean, are we talking he ran, about? He Caleb? ran for 11. Jaden Daniels. talking about Jaden Daniels. No, I'm talking about Caleb Williams. Oh, okay. Well, look at Caleb what, Williams ran for, in Oklahoma, six touchdowns. In the last two years, 10 and 11, respectively. So he had 27 rushing touchdowns on top of the 93 passing with he, only 14 picks. He just doesn't have the explosiveness. He doesn't throw interceptions. He's not explosive like um, Daniels, I don't think. Yeah. Just from what, the little I've seen. Yeah, but Daniels, he's great out of the pocket. Like the, One of his big weaknesses is he bails out quickly, and he starts running around trying to make something happen, which is great at college when you're the best athlete out there. Right. As we've seen in the NFL, though. you get though. banged up on the pro level when yeah. you do that. I do worry that he's, he's, he's a little narrow. He's not yeah. wide like your boy. You know, no, he's, not. he's drop. very slender. Yeah, he doesn't have <laughs> that small drop. Right. Yeah, you don't see any mock drafts where Daniels is going number one overall. I see him sometimes, not many. late first round. Not you don't see many mocks where he's number one overall. That's fine. Now gotta, you see some where he's two. I got to make my own opinion. My opinion is this kid super part superstar potentials off the charts. It could we'll, be a bust we'll too. We'll see. That yeah. sounds For like sure. I mean, Lance. chances are <laughs> out of the three quarterbacks, if they go one, no. two, three. Chances are two of them are no. probably going to be average. Trey Lance, yeah. the problem with Trey Lance was his completion percentage was like 20. Like it was awful. Yeah. Trey Lance well, misses. He, he missed guys by three I yards. I missed on well, Trey Lance. He was my guy. He barely played any college football. But when he did throw, it was abysmal. I know. I'm just saying superstar potential. <laughs> I didn't see it. I saw the running. And this guy runs like him, and his arm's way better. I chose like. to overlook Trey Lance's lack of experience on the college level. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, I like guys me. that have played five years. Me. Now, he barely played. What happened that sophomore year, uh, Drabby? Why did, year? He, did he get hurt or something? It's probably or, COVID. Was that COVID? Was oh, that a COVID year? Is that what it was? Okay. Well, yeah, what yeah, year was that? 20, he was 20. Yeah, yeah it was COVID. How many games did he play? 106. He only had 84 attempts, 49 passes. That's probably what it is. 800-636-1067 is the number you want to chime in. We're the junkies. Coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did